Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. I'm your host, Sherry Lee Myers, recording from crazy beautiful New Orleans. Because we at Sheridan Film Company believe angels are everywhere, we bring you dialogue with angel communicators from all over the world, sharing their profound insights and tools for connecting with angels. And so we deeply hope the following talk will inspire you to connect to your angels. Kevin Morris became aware of angelic Reiki healing in 2017, which led to the spiritual awakening that he shares in our interview. You'll hear why and how Kevin felt extremely blessed to have had this experience and how he found healing for his depression and his anxiety. Angelic Reiki healing is now Kevin's calling and passion. We discuss his upcoming workshops in the States. Kevin spoke to us from his home in Liverpool in the UK. It's what you're doing is so incredibly amazing. And it's, um, we're going to deep dive into what that is, angelic Reiki, but I really want people to get to know a little bit about you first. So would you mind very much telling us a little bit about how you grew up, where you grew up, what was your spiritual and emotional life that led you? Yeah, of course, not a problem. Okay, yeah, I was brought up in the city of Liverpool in the UK. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I had a good childhood. Um, basically, we were brought up all on the same road. My grandparents, my mother, single mom, and then my auntie and uncle, uh, who had three boys, and it was me and my brother with my mom. And we were quite close, quite mm -hmm. close to the family. Mm -hmm. I had lovely holidays together, went to school together, all the five lads all went to school. And, um, you know, we had a really good childhood. Um, but what happened was um, when I reached the age of 18, um, me and my uh, eldest cousin, Graham, we went out on a night out in Liverpool. And um, he was unfortunately tragically killed. <gasps> uh, yeah. So, um, as you can imagine, it was, um, it was, it was through no fault of his own. Um, you know, he, he was trying to break up a fight and oh. a guys approached him and attacked him and the car, as he went over into the road, the car's gone over him. Um, as you can imagine, it hit me really hard. Um, he was like my brother growing up. And uh, we even worked together. So it, that was my first taste of, of uh, tragedy and trauma, really. Sure. Uh, and then a year later, um, I met the first love of my life. And um, we were together for about six and a half years. And um, unfortunately, she passed away um, when my daughter was four years of age. And uh, obviously, it was really not... hard again. Um, yeah, yeah, my first love passed away as well. So, um, you know, it, so I had, you know, two tastes of trauma in my early years. And um, what happened was I actually read a book called um, The Other Side and Back by Sylvia Brown. And uh, The Other Side and Back. And by, Back by yeah. Sylvia Brown. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And. You Sorry. wanted to know where everybody went. Yeah, well, I, I felt compelled to read it. It was, um, and that basically helped me through some very dark times because 
it gave me it was like the meaning of life in a nutshell, really, for me. The reason, you know, she talks about Souls Agreements being blueprints in that book. And um, and it gave me great comfort knowing that, you know, life is like a theatre act. We come here, we play out our, the- you know, we play out our roles, then we go back home. <laughs> so that helped me through a lot. Um, and then basically, as I got on through life, I got married um, to a mother of my second daughter. And unfortunately, so many years later, the relationship broke down. Um, but then I lost, um, at the time, I had a business um, up in Manchester because I was living in Manchester at the time. And uh, that the, the business folded um, through no fault of my own. So I lost my business. Um, my wife left. Um I lost my home, um, I lost my car, I lost everything, and it rock bottom, but I still had my eldest daughter living with me from my first love of my life. And um, I had to really go within, and and fortunately I had a friend who, who rented me a hot house, um, but I was under immense financial pressure. I was still in a lot of debt, Um and what happened was obviously, you know, I was still being a good father, but the weekend came along and my daughter would go and see her grandparents and that was my time to shine in my eyes. It was like, work hard, play harder. And I just went into an abyss of partying for many years. Mm. Still a good father Monday to Friday, but weekend was just a blur, constantly sure. trying to step out my reality all the time. And... Um, what happened is um, I got myself into a dark place a few good few years ago and I started looking on YouTube for answers, for spiritual inspiration, and I found it through Medium's channel and Jesus. And I thought, wow, this guy, like, you know, this isn't the, the religious Jesus that I was brought up to know being a Catholic. It was, you know, we had sense of humour. He had, you know, he, he was just a really nice kindred soul that I wanted to know more about I was thinking this this is the main guy who's getting channeled it was just it just basically drew me straight in so what happened is I I was sucked into um into a spiritual group from a link on YouTube and I started meeting like-minded souls and talking to people I could express my spirituality more and I felt it was a safe haven um, for me, Can I so I, for a second, you were were you working as a truck driver at this a point? A truck driver, yeah. That's, that's one of the most amazing visuals yeah. that I have from your bio. Is that you are, yeah, really rocking out with spiritual folk on the weekend, and then during the week you're driving this long distance. Yes, yeah, okay. really cool. I was yes. working yes. at the time. I was working sixty, seventy hours a week, as you know, not for the faint-hearted. So. Yeah. From the weekends, it was my time to shine. But right. um, but basically what happened is I, I got into a dark place with the party and and, right. um, and I started looking for answers, like I say. Yep. Found it in spiritual groups. Then I um I, I got talking to a lady who become a friend and she was actually an angelic Reiki master. Okay. Wow. And um, what happened was um I applied to do the angelic Reiki course, but that was in about um, the November, and but the course wasn't being run till the, the following March. Um, <clears throat> and um, you knew happened? you were ready. I didn't. Do you know what? I just felt. I just felt drawn to it for self healing. That's what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because 
felt drawn. I, I knew I had a lot to work on in myself. And, uh, and I thought, why not? What a great way of doing that and working with the angels at the same time. So, um, but yeah, so what happened is um, I actually come back um, from a holiday and I felt really poorly in about um, just before the Christmas. And I was woken up. I, I actually asked Archangel Raphael for some healing. And I was actually woken up at three o'clock in the morning, that lovely time. <laughs> and um, and I could see through my, my third eye and I could see um, all this green energy flowing all over my body. Oof. And uh, And the same picture I have on my Facebook now um, but looks so much more light-filled. And he said the words in my ear, January, Kev, January, okay? So when I've opened my eyes, obviously nothing there, but I felt his presence, okay? So what happened is, um, it was coming up to the Christmas. I've been on the path of sobriety for six months up to this time, been doing really well. And I felt the need about Christmas time to... Um, basically go back into my old ways. Of go thinking. out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Take on the wild side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I like it a little bit too much. And uh, I ended up um, drinking, taking cocaine, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, what happened was I, um, I remember watching some but it was about the dark side. Not that I'm a dark follower, I just curiosity, okay? I'm sorry, you <laughs> went out at that minute. So you watched something on I and on uh on YouTube. YouTube and it was about yeah. the dark side. Yeah, just just about, you know, I was just interested. It was just curiosity. And I now looking back, I knew I'd opened the door to something, okay? And I was actually what happened is as I was watching this on my phone, I remember going into this belay and I was drifted out of my body okay and i was confronted by a dark entity okay um what i would class as being lucifer okay as we know he's the angel of light but he was obviously showing himself as this um entity um because i was entrenched in the ego at the time okay and um basically what happened is he sat me down and I didn't even know I'd left my body at this time. When when you transition out your body, it's like just getting up out your chair. It's like there's no big shocker. It's weird how they make the transition just run smoothly for your transition. And um, what happened is when he sat me down, this loud voice come on in my head. It was like a radio station tuning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, what is this? And it, I knew straight away it was my spirit guide. <clears throat> And um, I'm a spirit guide asked me, would I like to go home? And, uh, wow. and I was like, I'm okay. I've got this. And he said, what about the mission? And this is even before I was attuned to Angelic Reiki. Got it. And I knew I had a purpose, but I didn't know what it was. Okay. And I said, it's okay. I'm only having a blowout. I'll be okay. But then it started dawning on me where I was. I started thinking, what's going on here? Um, and then when I declined that offer to go home, um, the, the dark entity said to me, would you like to come with me? And basically, as I was walking, 
I could see a, a path to my left, and at the foot of the path stood Jesus Christ. And I could see this path going up, and I could hear the angels singing, okay? And I was thinking, I don't want to go up there, because I know if I go up there, that's it, it's game over, okay? I didn't want to pass over. And um, Did you think about your daughter at that time? Yeah, I was thinking about Oops, just froze. Uh, obviously, want to cross over. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now we're caught up. So, okay, so um, what happened is, as I've seen, heard the angel, seen Jesus, I thought, I'm, I don't want to go up there because obviously I want to go back to my body. But I started getting escorted down some steps, <clears throat> concrete steps, um, and I was led to like, the entrance of a cave, and I stopped with about four steps to go. And there was a lot of demonic entities stood at the, at the entrance of this cave. And um, basically, what happened is I just felt this fear in in my internal guidance, and I just stopped and I said, "Can I leave going in there, please?" And he said, "Of course you can. You do have a choice." Oh. So as 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 I was walking up, I started praying for Jesus. And within that instance, Jesus Christ was stood to my right shoulder and Archangel Michael was stood to my left shoulder. And obviously the dark entities were not too happy to see him froze. And I know this was a scenario that was played out for my 4D reality, okay? But I was allowed to come back towards um, what I thought was towards my body. But as I was walking, I could see all this psychedelic like i was walking through a rainbow mm. okay. wow. and then what sorry go on no i'm just yeah. i'm picturing this it's just yeah and as i'm walking um i walk through the wall of my bedroom and i see a mound on on, on the bed and, and I, I sat on the bed and then i was i was face to face with these demonic entities once again ah okay and they were asking me was i okay and mm -hmm. but they were projecting the worst stuff you could imagine into my mind. I was like a psychic attack, constantly yep, yep. bang, 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 bang. And I just thought, do not reflect fear, do not reflect fear. So what happened is as I've sat on the bed, I've laid down and then I've basically laid there, I've calmed, I've calmed. Next thing you know, I've gasped with air and I'm back in my body. Okay. So what happened is, um, obviously, you know, there's other stuff that was happening. Obviously, I'm going to start writing a book about this come January. I think you are. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. What happened is, as I've come down the stairs in my body, about mm -hmm. two o'clock in, in the afternoon, um, <clears throat> it was absolutely bright sunlight. Even though it was December, it was quite bright. And um, there was a ball of light in my living room in front of me like a big massive aura from the height of the ceiling to the floor and it come towards me quite quick and I said I said to it stop who is that and I asked it to form and as I started forming it formed into a blue blazer with brass buttons and I knew straight away it was my grandfather oh. and I was so happy to see my grandfather he was like my father figure on on the airplane and um what happened is I um, wow. I started hearing the laughter. 
bouncing off the walls, whizzing past my ears. It was freaking me out, but as soon as I recognised the laugh, she stepped forward, and it was my little girl's mum who passed away. Oh. And she stepped forward. And um, and the next thing you know, um, my cousin come through the wall. He was smiling. He showed himself. And I was so happy to see him as well. And then I looked in the corner of the room, and he was a big, massive, masculine energy, obviously with a blue water around him, and he had a massive sword stood to the height of him. And I knew straight away who it was, and it was Archangel Michael. And I heard loud and clear as day, this is your spiritual awakening. So that's what happened. Um, but then what happened is I was basically feeling, started feeling physically ill, like my stomach was churning. I couldn't be physically sick, but I felt like I needed to be. Then what happened is I ran up to the toilet. I thought nothing was coming. So I ran back down the stairs. They were still there. And then oh. what happened is this energy formed in front of me and it was a green energy. And then I knew who it was. And he stepped forward as an angel with no wings, but I knew who it was. And it was Raphael. Mm-hmm. And he had his hands inside my stomach. Okay. And he was pulling his hands out my stomach. And it was like all this great dense energy. And he was flicking it on the floor. And I could see this energy bouncing along the floor, then going back up to source. Wow. Right up into through the ceiling. And um, and as he's going to town and working on me and working on me, I couldn't get away from this angel. This angel wanted to hear me. It was obviously <laughs> an agreement with my higher self. Because I did pray for months and months and months to be healed. You did, yeah. This addiction <laughs> taken away from me. And we actually house our addiction in our sacral chakra as well. So I knew that's what he was working on. And um, what happened is as I'm sat there, um, there was other family members who were presenting themselves, passed away, uncles, um, a friend who died of a brain tumour in Manchester. She stepped forward and I was was just sat on my bar stool in my house, just constantly getting worked on. And then this golden energy come in and beautiful energy, had a cloak, and then obviously straight away, he just turned and it was Jesus Christ was stood in front of me. Mm. And I was I was just so happy. The tears were flooding down my face. Um, and obviously I, that angel, I was left then with, with um, Archangel Michael. I was left with Jesus and I was left with Archangel Raphael. Okay. And they worked on me. Um, Jesus and, and Michael left. And then uh, Raphael constantly working on me. And then as I was uh, laying on my settee, then I dozed off about 11 p.m. in the evening. And then I got a nudge and I would look. And Raphael was just pointing to say, go to bed. And I went up to bed. (laughs) I come down the next morning absolutely exhausted. And um, there you go. That That was my spiritual awakening. And that was before you did angelic Reiki and you yeah. took the course. So you you were, had already been attuned. Am I right to say this? Like in a way that... that I I feel like I had a lot of dense energy taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Get me prepared for the attunements in the March. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. And... Obviously. Now you can tell. Now you can unfold for us this, this 
angelic Reiki that you have mastered and you now Mm -hmm. are going to come to the U.S. to present. I'm, thank Mm -hmm. you so much. It was, thank you so much. You say in your bio that what you, the realization that you made that um, we are spirits living in a, you know, in a, in this human sack, you know, and that gave you this experience of unconditional love and this sense of eternity, isn't it? Yeah, most definitely. Well, that, this is the thing with my spiritual awakening. I knew that death was an illusion because obviously seeing my, my loved ones, it was, it was just a, you know, I don't fear death. Um, Death is the illusion. And like I say, we're all spirit having a human experience. And um, yeah, so I went over to um, to get my attunements then in the March. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I was tuned to level one and two, Angelic Reiki uh, practitioner. And what happens is we are actually attuned over two and a quarter days. On the first evening, on the Friday, um, you get a cleansing of the soul. We open the workshop, get your cleansing of the soul, then you get your first attunement with the angelic Reiki symbols um, are embedded in your energy body. Um, and the angels help with the attunement. And then um, on the Saturday, we get a, open the workshop, another cleansing of the soul. You have your second attunement. And then we do the practicals in the afternoon. We start with the practicals. We actually get introduced to our healing angel. Mm-hmm. Um, in the so we yeah. basically yeah yeah so we choose which angel we feel drawn to wanting to work with i my healing angel is archangel Raphael because obviously i have a close affiliation with Raphael. <laughs> yeah, he's your bud now i wanted to um jump in and, and ask you though one of the things that Angelic Reiki healing, the Reiki, uh, is very different than the other Reiki we may be familiar with. Would you mind um, explaining that a little bit? Because Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, like I say, the Angelic Reiki, we are actually working as a channel with the angel. Okay, so we actually call in. We we set up, we clear a space with Dark Angel methods on the Mahatma Melchizedek, we clear the space with the platinum net, uh, and then we do a protection with Michael, okay, and we ask Michael and the Legion of Protective Angels to come down and protect what area we want to commence with the healing, and then what we do then is, um, obviously, we have a chat with our clients, and then once we sit our clients on, on the bed or lay on the bed, I basically then put my hands on my client's shoulders, and then I asked Michael to put a protective blue bubble of light completely around me and my clients. And then I asked Archangel Sandalfon to ground my, me and my clients. And then I visualize my healing angel um, and my feeling body expanding my aura and my healing angel um, stood strong behind me. And I feel my healing angel's energy coming in through the back of my body. Okay. And then what I do then is I actually call in my ascended master also. And I call in Jesus, who we have a choice of who we want to work with, mm-hmm. okay, which is send the master, which angel. And then what happens is once I feel that energy built up inside me, I then send the, the energy to my clients. And once I feel the connections being made, I disconnect my hands and I allow the ascended master and the, and the angel to go to work on, on the clients. 
Mm. My is tingling as we speak. <laughs> Can I ask you, you the, the the development or, or the birth of the um, angelic Reiki was in two thousand three, two thousand four. Can you tell me a little bit? Give people a little bit of that history. Yeah, it was it was um, basically created um, in the UK in two thousand. Yeah. 2004 it was a it was a guy named kevin core who's sadly not with us no more but he, it was channeled knowledge from archangel metatron yeah. and him and metatron helped put this modality together mm. and uh you know it's 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 a real honor to work with the angelic kingdom and um you know it's totally transformed my life from being a truck driver um and it's just it's just such a Every day I go to work to work with the angels and the ascended masters, and I've made quite a big difference in a lot of people's lives. It, not just in my local area, but internationally as well, because I do a lot of great distance healers too. Because obviously the angels, the, you know, it's a, energy isn't constrained by time and space. So wherever I focus that energy, the energy will go too. Also, great. Huh. God, it's so great. It's so great. It's so great. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful you had the courage mm. and the heart. Yeah. Obviously, the, the love, the unconditional love that you bring through that was, you know, shown to you and that you exude and that you offer and that people get to experience and then turn around and help other people to experience. That's my passion about working with the angels. Why we do this podcast is because mm -hmm. for people to have the experience of unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And bring it into their life and bring it into their energy is the healing. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, and, and that's why I'm passionate. As you know, I got in a dark place. And, you yeah. know, I had first hand healing off Archangel Raphael. And, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, energy can't be created, it can't be destroyed. It only transforms from one form to another. And that's what we do with Angela Reiki. We, we transfer, transform people's energy bodies back to the form of glory. Back to the form of light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Exactly. That is yeah. a really, I can imagine. Can you tell me about just maybe one experience of someone that you, that you, uh, of someone who had healing? And then we're going to talk about the dates of your workshop. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'll mention um, just, just thousands of healings I've done. You know, I've helped people. Um, there was a lady who had numbness um, from childbirth in her legs. Mm. Um, this lady was based in Holland. I sent her some distance healing. Um, she felt the angels come in because she was quite in tune, and she f heard this, like, crackling noise in her, in, in her body. And she felt that the numbness had gone out of her legs after eight years of having this numbness. Oh. Uh, there was another, um, I've, I've worked with plenty of people with anxiety and depression. Oh, um, let's talk about that. Yeah. That yeah. because, I mean, who, <laughs> I don't know, who doesn't have anxiety and depression these days? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. You know, it's... Um, it's down to our thought process and really, you know, as you know, anxiety is living in the future. 
depression, living in the past. Yeah. You know, we're constantly in our head. We live in a busy society. And, um, you know, I, I obviously sit down with my clients before the first session of every client. I talk with them about self-love. Um, and we look at the energy that they're actually surrounding themselves with. And when I put it into perspective, like, you know, I ask them to shield themselves from certain energies, toxic people, um, the toxins they're putting in the body, unhealthy lifestyle, unhealthy food, negative thinking, negative TV, social media, when people are creating drama on their newsfeed, that they're, they're oh, constantly yeah. absorbing that. Mm-hmm. And holding on to the past as well and holding on to grudges. Mm-hmm. You know, I give them ways of, of combating that because I, I actually ask them to absorb positive people, exercise, yoga, um, walks in nature, mm-hmm. meditation, mm-hmm. making massage. These are ways of transmuting and transforming dense energy because a lot of people, when they come home from work, the first thing they do is reach for a bottle of wine when they've had a stressful day, okay? Yep. That's a toxin. It's going to send it into a low frequency. It also diminishes the light in your chakra system, alcohol, okay? So Let's uh, say that again. It does what to your system? It, it diminishes the light in your chakra system, alcohol. Thank you. Okay. okay. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, as we know, we don't feel our best once we've had a full bottle of wine, you know? <laughs> We don't feel our best for a few days. And that is a true fact that we do actually uh, diminish the light. Yeah. Um, and, and we're poisoning ourselves and diminishing the light with alcohol. Okay. So what I do is I ask them to uh, imagine a bucket of muddy water. These are these are things, trials, tribulations, people um, testing it every single day. So the best way to, to transmute that heavy energy is, is exercise, yes. is yoga, mm-hmm. is walks in nature is meditation, mindfulness, um, Reiki, massage. These are ways of, this is what I do now in my life. If I have a stressful day, I will go for a walk with the dog or I will meditate or mm. I'll go and have Reiki myself. I'll go uh-huh. and have a massage. Um, and I feel so much more healthier. Um, absorb a nice healthy diet. Yeah. Uh, program the mind with positivity in the first 20 minutes of your day. Because that is when the subconscious mind is most impressionable. Mm. Um, so I ask my clients to listen to motivational speakers on YouTube. while Even while I'm making a cup of tea or making the breakfast, play these, la- these motivational speakers on loudspeaker in the first 20 minutes of your day, and that will set your spirits up for the rest of your day. Oh, um, nice. First nice. of all, Kevin, yeah. where do we find you online? Okay, so I've got my website. It's um, it's Kev Morris Angelic Reiki Healer dot com. Okay. Okay. I'm actually on Facebook on Kev the Healer, and I'm What's also on. What's it called on Facebook? Kev the Healer. Kev the, the Healer. Okay. Kev the Healer. Sorry, if it's my accent, I'll probably talk a little bit. <laughs> I'm and, with the accent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, sorry, uh, Kev Morris underscore Angelic Reiki underscore Healer. And on your webpage, on our website, we will have all of these links, y'all. So please click them, follow them. Don't miss what Kevin is up to. And now he's coming to the U.S. Yeah. And you're leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow. To so do, great. Uh, yeah, I'm doing Canada first. I'm going yeah. to stay with a friend in Canada. I'm flying into uh, Toronto. 
Yeah. I'm doing a workshop in on uh, Peterborough, Ontario. Yeah. Um, the dates are um, Friday the 13th of September, Saturday the 14th of September, and Sunday the 15th of September. Okay. And then I fly down to uh, Orlando on Wednesday the 18th of September. Yeah. And I start doing a workshop in Georgetown on uh, Tuesday the 24th of September. Um, that's just a couple of hours in the evening, 7 till 9. And then I do two full days on the 25th and the 26th of September, 10 till 5. Okay, that's in, or Georgetown. Okay, yeah, right. Georgetown. And then I drive over to Orange City, D-Land, uh, on Friday the 27th. Yeah. I do another workshop, two hours again in the evening, 7 till 9. Um, um, basically, I do uh, Saturday the 28th and all day, and all day Sunday the 29th. In Orange City. Okay, that's Orange City, Florida, y'all. Okay. Yeah. And then over to um, Royal Palm Beach on October uh, Friday the 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same times again, 7 till 9 in the evening on the Friday. Right. And then all day Saturday, 10 till 5. And then all day Sunday, 10 till 5. That'll okay. finish on Sunday the 6th. So, Kevin, how are people going to be able to get into the workshop? Are all the links right front and center on your website? How do we? Uh, well, what we can do is I can um, I can send you the information and we can put it up. Is that okay? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, put okay. the schedule on your web and then, yeah, we'll have the link so that people can yeah. to the workshop. Yeah, that's okay. And um, have you been to the States before? Um, when I was a young boy of age 13, uh, I went to do the um, Disney World in Florida. Ah, that's so great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've done that. And stayed in Kissimmee, um, and that was my nan and grandfather who actually um, took me there when I was a young boy. Ah. Grandchildren, so yeah. That's so... He left himself with no money. He left himself with no money to take us. So that's how much of a loving family I come from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. To hear more interviews, prayers, and meditations, go to theglitchmovie.com, subscribe to our podcast, and subscribe. You will also receive a free Angels Are Everywhere decal when you scroll down the page and subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You are cordially invited to join our tribe on Facebook at How to Connect with Angels to receive daily inspiration and connection with our angel communicators. Our lanyap to you is our free one-minute angel prayers created by these same amazing angel communicators from all over the world. It takes less than a minute to shift your entire day please go to myangelprayer.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you in advance for believing in our work, for leaving a nice review on iTunes, and thank you for telling your friends. Tell them angels are everywhere waiting to help. All you have to do is ask. Thank you.